Right, the fan is on downstairs. Becca is having a sleep. I've managed to successfully get upstairs for approximately 18 minutes. So let's see how this goes. Um, you're listening to the Whenever It Kicks podcast with me, Jessie Cave. It's episode 35, which is my age, which is means nothing. Um, today's episode is going to be about, or going to be called, punishment, because we're knee deep into the summer holidays now, and uh, the punishment or um, the disciplinarian skill set that I seem to have is very, very, very bad. I'm bad. I'm just a bad disciplinarian and bad at punishment. I can't do it. I feel too guilty whenever I tell them off. I feel like my role in life is just to make them happy and to give them nice things. And I know that breeds probably quite horrible children. And to be fair, they've been a little bit, a little bit horrible. <laughs> Obviously they're beautiful and brilliant and funny and kind. And I'm so proud of them all. Um, but Jesus Christ. Yeah. There has been some moments where I've been like, what? That's just horrible. How, how did you learn that? Where did that come from? Who taught you that? Was it Lisa from the Simpsons? Just been thinking of everything they've watched and thinking, how did they learn to speak like that? Margot, so rude sometimes. And then so delicate and sweet and loving at other points. And I just, I find it heartbreaking because I just can't, if she's rude, if, so say if I want to do her hair in plaits, she's like, no, I don't want it in plaits. Um, I feel like it's my right as a mother of a six-year-old to be like, no, I am doing your hair in plaits. You're having your hair in plaits. But I've slowly just lost the confidence in making her do things. I don't know why, but she's just so forthright. I just, it's, it's really difficult. So... I had to I had to do my first kind of proper punishment as a mother yesterday when it was swimming and she was in her swimming costume. She was ready to go. She had been pretty naughty the day before with BB. She had a sleepover with BB and she wasn't particularly, she was a bit hard. She was a bit hard work at one point because BB didn't want to do something. And then Margot basically was acting like a teenager and then BB and Margot had a standoff as if they were both kind of, so, um, you know, very, sassy teenagers just not speaking to each other on the other ends of the sofa quite funny but also ridiculous given that she's six and bb's 25 um so she was already in my bad books but i'd forgiven her and we'd moved on and she was like can we have just a nice day please and i was like yeah we will have a nice day right swimming let's get ready and then sure enough in the bathroom when i was trying to get ready all i mean at points in the day in this small bathroom there's up to seven people in there including my mum you know, it's just ridiculous. Anyway, it was just me and Margot and Donnie was cleaning his teeth. And um, I was like, okay, I'm going to do your hair. I'm going to do your hair. Let me just do your hair. She's like, no, no, I don't want, no, let me just do it. I said, like, you can't do plaits. So let me just do it. No, no. And I was like, Margot, remember you're going to be good today. Remember? She's like, yeah, yeah. So, okay, let me clean your teeth. No, I want to do it. No, I want to do it. And I said, no, I need to clean your teeth because you've been cleaning them for a few days. And to be honest, I don't think you've done a very good job. So it's my turn to clean your teeth. No, I, no just let me do it. And I said, Margot, the whole point is that today you're going to be good. And today you're just going to let me do things. And it just blew up. And she was very rude. Spoke to me so rudely. I just didn't understand. And it was awful, awful. 
So I was like, okay, I don't think that you can go swimming. And I have never followed through. I never follow through. Alfie does. He's good like that. My mum's very good like that. But me, I want her to go swimming, you know, and I want her to have a nice time. So I was like, right, you're not going to go swimming. And I saw her look at me like, I'm going to go swimming. And uh, I had to follow through with it. I had to take Donnie and turn on my own with baby Becca. And as she, and she obviously howled and screamed and couldn't believe that I'd followed through with it. And then as I was watching Donnie swim and watching her age group swim, and they were having such a nice time. It was a play session because obviously so many kids are off on their luxurious holidays abroad. And so they feel sorry for the kids that are left behind. So they let them just play with water and cans the entire swimming lesson. So I saw Margot, I saw, I, I could see Margot as if she was there just playing and having a lovely time and just thinking, it's such a shame that she's not here. And w- was it really the right decision to not let her come? Has she learned a lesson? And so I really waited the whole day thinking, okay, when I get home, she's going to be good. She's going to apologize. And then she'll have learned her lesson by not going swimming that day. And the whole day will be a dream. No, 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 no. Not going swimming did nothing. So I think she should have just gone swimming. So just really impressed by parents who do follow through and then they keep doing it because I think that was too traumatic for me. And I don't think I can do that again in terms of be, uh, you know, this bold disciplinarian parent. I don't think that's for me. So I don't know how to do it. Met up with a friend a couple of days ago and her kid wasn't there, but she was very sweet with Ten and Margot and speaking so gently. And when Ten didn't want to put on his shoe, she was like, I think that's Ten. If you can hear Ten screaming downstairs, I'll get to Ten in a minute. I'll get to Ten's little, his, his bucket of issues. Um, so she was speaking to Ten like, Ten, do you want to put on your shoe now? And Ted was like, no, no. <laughs> I was like, her gentle parenting technique is not going to work on this toddler. And it didn't work, but it was very sweet that she tried. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what my parenting technique is right now. It's just haphazard, haphazard, but loving. Maybe that's the best it can be. Um, so 10, let's get into 10, 10 update. And I also have a constipation update. Don't worry. I will come to that. I know you are waiting with bated breath to hear about Becca's constipation problems. Don't worry. I'm saving that for the ending. Um, 10 is refusing to go outside or just be refusing to be without holding some kind of kitchen utensil, a spatula, uh, a mop stick, um, a spoon, like a giant spoon. And then sometimes he just wants a big spoon, which is like just a normal spoon. I don't know the the titles of spoons. Very rarely it's a teaspoon, which is would have been the, the, the choice for me. A, a teaspoon, at least it can't hurt anyone because Ten has this problem of running around the sitting room and shouting, smack again, smack again. Have no idea where that came from. I have never smacked him. So I don't understand where he's even heard the word smack. It's where has he learned this? Does Peppa Pig smack? Does Daddy Pig smack Peppa? So, and then his new thing is hitting, hitting, (laughs) runs right up to us, holds the giant spoon up high and then says hitting. And then we think, oh, that's sweet. He's just joking. No, no. He then thwacks whoever's sitting in front of him. And you try and take the spoon off him or you try and take the giant mop stick out, you know, off his, off him and go for a walk without some kind of kitchen utensil, utensil or mop stick. And he screams and it's impossible to get it off him. So how do I now go out for a nice morning with my toddler without some kind of kitchen utensil? How does that work? How do people do that? 
Is this just a normal stage for toddlers? Because it didn't happen with the other three. Why is he attached to a spatula? Where did that come from? Now, whenever I'm in the kitchen, and we've got a kitchen gate, so we can't get in, thank God. But very often I just open a drawer and he, he hears the drawer open. He hears the cutlery drawer open from across the room and he sprints to the kitchen gate and he's like, spoon, spoon, spoon. I need my spoon. <laughs> so it's just comical. And it's very funny when you're out and about with a giant spoon or a mop stick that is basically a weapon. It's funny and people are like, oh, well, I would come out with mine if I could. I'm like, don't say that to him because it's encouraging him. And it's not actually f- sweet and cute. It's a, it's, it could hurt people and it has hurt people. And I don't know how to get it off him. So please don't mock this. Don't be sweet about it. It's not funny and cute. It's actually an issue. The other um, it, problem, big problem, is the Peppa Pig problem. Peppa Pig has been on probably 80% of each day waking of, of 80% of his waking hours now for the last three or four weeks. It's, it's, we've slipped in to the hardcore addiction, the hardcore Peppa Pig addiction. And I don't know how it happened because I remember when I first turned Peppa Pig on for him, I was willing him to watch it to distract him from something. It was to get away from Bing. But no, he has fallen in love with Peppa. He calls it Piggy. And he, 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 whenever I have the control, he's also learned to say control. He says, no, lol, lol, was wall, lol, lol, piggy, piggy, now. And we are just in that full throes of Peppa Pig dumb. I, I can't stand it anymore. And I put it on in the first place because I was thinking, you know, it's nicer colors. I don't like the kind of Paw Patrol graphic. It's nicer than that. But I, I know all the songs. I know all, I know every episode. Alfie said he can learn, he knows some of the episodes off by heart. I think I probably do. In his sleep, he starts going, bing, bong, bing, bong, bing, boom, bing, bong, bing, ba, bong, ba, boom, in his sleep. When I'm getting him to nap, he lies down and goes. <laughs> when I say, okay, it's time to go to sleep. He's like, piggy, now. <laughs> no, 10. It's not time for piggy. It's not time for the pig sounds. It's time to just be a human. Just try and be a human. And then if you actually look at Peppa Pig, they aren't very well drawn pigs. Do you not think this sometimes? You're like, that isn't. I've now just, you know, my brain has just adjusted to the fact that these are a family of pigs. But if you actually look at the type, the, the drawing, it's not accurate at all of a pig. I'm just trying to, to insult Peppa Pig however I can right now because I'm so angry at the addiction. Very difficult. Um, so, I mean, is this a normal morning for you? You get on a nice film. It's a Sunday morning. You're like, okay, let's watch something as a family. Let's watch a film. I, I scrolled through Disney Plus. I found a film that we haven't seen, which is a rarity, and put on The Book of Life, which is actually quite a good animation. Um, does anybody else have to have, every, every 20 minutes, you have to have a break to watch an episode of Peppa Pig? Is that a normal way of watching a film? Imagine if adults did that. They were watching an art house film and every 20 minutes they're like, can I just watch five minutes of Friends, please? Okay, now we can go back to the art house film. It's just so annoying. Um, but it does, it does make him stop crying. So I, I, how am I doing this podcast now, you ask? How am I doing it without a baby or a toddler? Well, Peppa Pig is the answer. Johnny and Margaret had to pause their film 
they're doing some drawing or read drawing or reading, which now, unfortunately, I did not want to use drawing or reading as a punishment. But now it is because they have seemed to stop working and only can function through Minecraft. So Alfie was like, when I said once, go and do some reading. Alfie was like, no, let's not use reading as a punishment because then they won't love reading. They won't be book lovers like you and me. Well, like Alfie, I've become a late bloomer with the books. Um, and I said, okay, definitely. That's such a good idea. I want them to be book lovers. I want them to be little bookworms, geeky bookworms. Like, you know, I've always wanted to be, but never really was. Um, yeah, that's such a good, such a good parenting tip, Alfie. Well done. Alfie's in Edinburgh for four weeks. I'm sorry. Guess what's become a punishment? Books. <laughs> you will go over there and you will read Dogman. You will not talk about Minecraft for at least eight minutes and you will read at least one page of Dogman. Go. So it's been quite stressful, as you can tell. But on the plus side, I've been a lot better. My morale has been a lot better. Um, and that's ultimately down to guess who? Have a little guess. Yeah, my mum. My mum. My mum has been living with us and I have slept. I have slept more. She comes and gets the baby at about 6am and I have an extra hour of sleep. Some days, well, no, because my, my boobs, the, the, the problem with breastfeeding is the most amazing thing, but it does mean you, you can't be away from your baby for any time at all, really. So if I, I wake up naturally anyway, because my boobs are full, so I can't ever sleep in past 8am. But those extra hours that she's given me, Sleeping with Ten at night, and I can hear Ten upstairs howling in the middle of the night as I'm with Becca downstairs feeding him. And just think, if this is what I was doing for weeks, I was dealing with Ten howling and Becca feeding, no wonder I went slightly crazy with sleep deprivation. No wonder. How do people do it? And I keep seeing all these um, Instagram people who've just had their babies and looking all, you know, dewy and in that baby, newborn baby haze where it's like, oh... You know, this is the nice bit where it's all crazy sleep deprivation. But in a few days, we'll get into a routine and we'll have our newborn baby and we'll be in our lovely bubble. And it doesn't just carry on like this for months and months and months without any sleep for months and months. And months. No, 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 that won't happen to us because we're going to get a routine early. That won't happen to us. We won't be with those sleep de deprived crazy ladies. No, 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 because we're going to get into a routine. Oh, I see all of those photos coming up now and I just want to be like, yeah, try it, try it. Try getting to a routine. Try having a 20-month-old and a, and, a, and a newborn baby. Try, try doing that. Try, try, having a, try having a five month old baby and a crazy utensil a pepper pig addict baby too. Try, try doing that. <laughs> just when I see people walking around with just one newborn baby now, I'm like, I could do that in my sleep. I I I like I I I mean, honestly, you don't know how easy it is right now, okay? You don't know how easy it is. One baby, piece of pie. Try combining four different ages, four different TV tastes, four different meals, because I've not been the disciplinarian I should have been. And I thought I could do it all. Uh-uh. Can't do it all. So yeah, on the plus side, my morale is a lot more, you know, upbeat. On the work side, no, 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 that's not happened. That's not, no work has happened and that's okay. I'm trying to just relinquish ambition for a second and think, okay, they're going to go back to school in a couple of weeks. It's going to be okay. I'm going to try and get 10 to have a couple of days a week with Alfie, my mom, and 
I'm going to try and ease myself into two or three days a week of writing. Just, I'm just going to ease my, so that time will be there again. And I will have that time again. This is not forever. It's just a bit mad right now. Just a little bit mad. And I'm still, I'm still breastfeeding constantly and loving it. And I'm just not willing to let that go yet. So I was meant to get them on a bottle by now, but not, not happened. Just can't be bothered to sterilize anything. Don't want to worry about what's in the tea, like what bacteria in the tea. Don't want to have to mess up my milk supply, which right now is just great. I don't have to pump. I don't have to ever be really in that much pain. Just, I don't want to have to do all of that again. So I'm being a little bit lazy, but also selfish. I just really enjoy breastfeeding and him being completely in my control right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, Donnie had his lovely computer camp week and he is now a little bit of a Minecraft addict. Um, yeah, this episode should be called Punishment and Addiction. <laughs> Don't think Giovanna Fletcher or any other motherhood podcasts are calling their episodes that, but that's me. That's me. That's what you're here for. Somebody messaged me saying, I'm jumping in episode 31. I was like, that's great. I'm glad. Thank you for telling me that. I like that. I like that. God, 35 episodes of me moaning, basically. I'm sorry. Um, so Minecraft has become, it's just all consuming. Donnie is just obsessed with it and he's trying to get Margot obsessed with it. And I still don't understand what Minecraft is. Don't understand. And I don't, I, I don't know how to get us out of this thing. I guess being at school, I feel really bad for Donnie. I'm trying to, I'm being probably too soft on him too, because his best friend is just moving to Spain and he absolutely loved this, this boy. They were best friends. They wrote each other letters to say goodbye and I think my heart did break reading these letters. Um, you're the best friend I ever had. You're the best. P.S. You really are the best friend I ever had. Hopefully my dad can figure out how we can become Minecraft friends. Oh, it's just tragic. Oh, God. And uh, he's, you know, his eighth birthday is coming up in October. And I, I was like, oh, should we have a party? Should we have another party? He's like, well, no, because, because I don't have him. I don't have him. So I can't have a party. So you have all the newborn problems of sleep deprivation. You have the toddler problems of the Peppa Pig. But then it just steps up a gear, just steps up a big gear. And suddenly it's just emotionally, it's emotional warfare. Just, just these little problems that seem like little problems, but then they become gaping heart attack problems of his best friend moving to Spain. And I now have to deal with that and I have to deal with like almost a, he, he, I speak to Donnie sometimes like he's a full-grown adult and he has the full-grown adult pain and you suddenly wish for the sleep deprivation problems again. Just like, can't you just be a baby? I can just put a dummy in your mouth and rock you to sleep and sing to you. No, I can't bring his best friend back. I can't bring his best friend back from Spain. Can't do it. It's not in my power. So thank you for listening to this episode. Oh my God, I did 19 minutes. I better go. Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening. Um, having a little pause on BB and me's podcast right now, because she's off traveling the world and doing acting stuff, which is really cool. And, um, I will be here every week. Don't worry. But if you are expecting anything from our Patreon right now, it's just having a little summer pause, but we will be back. Don't worry. And I'm very grateful for you listening. 
and I will be back in a few days. Goodbye and good luck.